Hi, my name is Marie Olson, and thanks so much for joining me for That Simple Clean Life. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of That Simple Clean Life. I wanted to take this way back to before I knew what essential oils were, because I know a lot of people are in that same place where they're not really sure what essential oils are or why they would want to use them or even how they would use them. So when I first heard about essential oils, I was in my functional nutritional therapy practitioner school, and I was training to become an FNTP. And one of my friends that was a nurse was like, oh, you know, you should look into essential oils because I think it would really complement your practice. And me being focused on nutrition, (laughs) I'm thinking, okay, carbohydrates, proteins, essential fats. I'm like, oh, so essential oils, is that something that you eat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so she said, no, no, come come to the class and you can learn about them. And so that was what sparked my interest in essential oils. I had heard of them, but I didn't really know what they were until I went to my very first class. So if you are in that same boat, I want you to, to know that you are not alone. I feel like a lot of people are still learning about essential oils for the first time. And the reason that they're called essential oils is because they're the essence of the plant. So not every plant produces essential oils, and only certain plants have the specialized cells that actually produce essential oils that we can then extract to use for ourselves. And I'm not sure if I've spoken about this before, but based on what part of the plant the essential oil comes from, can tell you a lot about what that essential oil can do for you. So that is one of the things that's really interesting to me about essential oils, is that they're so versatile and there's so many things that you can do with essential oils that you may not have realized. My favorite way to use essential oils is aromatically. And whenever you use essential oils aromatically, you're directly impacting your emotions, your mood. And so they're very helpful at making you feel better. So if you are grouchy, you could maybe diffuse some sweet orange essential oil, and that's going to be very emotionally uplifting. That's why I love starting with aromatic use of essential oils, because as long as you can open a bottle of essential oil, you can benefit from that essential oil. You don't have to know how many drops to apply or where to apply it or how to apply it or when to apply it or how to mix it. All you have to do is open the bottle and take a whiff. And it's amazing how mood elevating, especially the citrus oils can be because they're very emotionally uplifting. They really help you to just completely change your mindset. And then there's other essential oils that can affect you in other ways just by smelling them aromatically. So most people have heard of peppermint. Peppermint, for those that are not sensitive to it, can be very opening for the respiration. So it can really help you to inhale and take a deep breath and open up your airways. So it's great to smell it if you're getting ready to go for a run or if you just got back from a run. If you're wanting to just refresh the air, 
There are just so many different ways that one can use essential oils. And so that is the primary purpose that I wanted to create this podcast for was so that people could learn about essential oils that maybe have never heard about them or don't know anything about them, or just as a refresher for people that are using them but maybe have forgotten some of the basics like how to use them and where to use them and why to use them. And so my favorite way to use them, as I said, is aromatically, but then there's also topical use. Um, you can diffuse them, which is another form of using them aromatically. You can make cleaning products, which will freshen your home. A lot of essential oils are airborne antimicrobial, which means that they help to eliminate germs in the air, which is what in turn makes your home smell better. So there are just so many different ways that you can use essential oils. And I just want to reiterate again how potent essential oils are. So one of the things I see with beginners especially is that they feel the need to use a large quantity of essential oil in order to make a product or um, to put in their diffuser. And one thing that I always like to tell people is less is more. Essential oils are extremely, extremely concentrated. Um, I liken it to um, imagine that you are making a cleaning product and you buy a cleaning concentrate of some kind. Usually it tells you, you know, put one tablespoon per gallon. And that's essentially what you're doing with essential oils because they're so potent and they're so concentrated and they're so powerful. You don't need a lot of essential oils when you're making products. When I taught classes in person, the way that I used to explain it is imagine that you have a single rose. And roses have a lot of different petals. So now imagine that you have 30 to 50 roses. That's a lot of roses. I mean, that's 50 roses. That's what, like four dozen roses? I don't know if you've ever gotten a dozen roses, but that's a lot. And they smell very diffusive and, you know, they just make your whole home smell beautiful. Well, in order to get a single drop of essential oil, from roses, you need 30 to 50 roses to create one single drop of rose essential oil. So if you think about the fact that an average one ounce bottle has about 600 drops of essential oil in that single bottle, that means it took between 18,000 and 30,000 roses to fill that bottle that one ounce bottle. And that's why a single drop of rose essential oil is so potent that that's usually all you need to scent something with rose essential oil. So if you're making bath salts, for example, you might be creating an eight ounce container of bath salts, but one single drop of rose essential oil is going to be potent enough to scent that entire jar that you just created. But that's why I always teach people to blend drop by drop, because what smells really, really strong to me may not smell that strong to someone else or vice versa. So I always say, do one drop at a time, smell your creation, but also keep the safe blending guidelines in mind. So you don't want to go over a certain number of drops in any particular product, regardless of how you're using it. 
because it can be too overwhelming. Now, um, if you're putting it and something you're putting in on topically, that's when you really need to be cognizant of that. If you're putting it in a diffuser to smell, it's really not as big of an issue because it's not going topically onto your skin. But essential oils can be expensive, especially rose essential oil, because a single drop has, you know, 30 to 50 roses in it. So they can be expensive. And so that's why you want to be aware of how you're blending. You don't want to put, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of essential oils because you're putting 30 drops of essential oils that are really expensive in a blend. And one of the ways that I see this especially is people that are selling products and they're not thinking about how much their essential oils cost when they're selling their products. And so they're actually undervaluing their products. But that's a discussion for another time. For the time being, I just want to let you guys know that because essential oils are so potent and powerful and concentrated, less is more. So always start small and then you can work your way up. So if you're wanting to create your own diffuser blend, for example, and say you want to focus on essential oils that are going to be mood elevating, maybe you could put a drop of grapefruit and then a drop of lime and maybe a drop of lemon and smell it and see what you think. And maybe you feel like it's a little imbalanced and maybe you add another drop of grapefruit, and then maybe you throw in some lavender, but just do it drop by drop. Smell it after each drop to reevaluate how it smells to you before you start diffusing it and see what you think. One of the things that's so awesome about essential oils is everybody's different. What I like may be completely different from what you like, And that's okay. That doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong or I'm wrong and you're right. It just means that we're unique individuals and what we enjoy is going to be different from what other people may enjoy. And that's the beauty of essential oils. That was one of my favorite things when I was making bespoke blends for people is getting to make something that they would enjoy. It may not necessarily be something I would enjoy, but they were the one that was using the product and they were the one that was going to be benefiting from the product. And so being able to create something that was specific to them was such a joy. And so I would love to encourage you to start experimenting. If you already have an essential oil collection, go through and pick out your favorites and see if you can come up with something that you're going to enjoy. Maybe it's a diffuser blend. Maybe it's a cleaning spray. Maybe it's a cleaning paste. Figure out what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, and then start experimenting. That's one of the most fun things about essential oils. So until next time, happy blending, and I can't wait to hear what you create. My goal with this podcast is to provide short, easy-to-digest snippets of essential oil education, as well as share information about ditching and switching from a more toxic option to a less toxic option. I plan to have one new episode every week, usually on Wednesdays. So join me for a midweek minute and break from your day to learn about ways to relax and unwind with essential oils and other things to help you with that simple clean life. Thanks for joining me and have a great day. Thank you.